Hey listeners, special treat for you this week. The SISEP team had some time to reflect as a team where we've been over the last five years versus where we're headed into our next cycle. It's a great conversation with some laughter and you get to hear from all of our teammates. That includes Kathleen Ryan Jackson, Karen Ward, Sophia Farmer, Corey Watkins, Amelia Krasinski, and Wendy Morgan, and myself, Rebecca Hornack. We all kind of just come together and share what we're thinking as we come to this closure of SISEP and move on to amazing future activities coming your way. From the SISEP team with the National Implementation Research Network, this is Implementation Science for Educators, your weekly implementation science tip to support your work at the state, regional, district, and building levels. What is a key moment or memory that you have, whether it's from five years ago to yesterday? What is something that sticks out to your mind around this cycle of SISAP? So I came late into the party for CISEP 4, um, first CISEP, yeah, 4. Um, so I only started like two years ago, three. Okay, yeah, I don't even know which number it is anymore. <laughs> so uh, that's how late I was. So, um, you know, in the I was just joined NERN. So Karen comes to me with this evaluation plan and she's like, okay, we have to do this. Um, so from that moment till now, I think we have come a long way in terms of being intentional about our evaluations, you know. Um, I mean, it's been a fun ride. It's been fun to see the growth as well on how we have been uh, getting um, the SDS's um, survey data in terms of their coaching, you know. So at least in my experience in this last two years, I feel like we have grown a lot and going through the process of you know, writing the new grant has been fascinating. So there. <laughs> well, I can share. Um, so I think the most memorable experience for me was listening to teachers in Jefferson County Public Schools talking about the importance of collecting and using fidelity data every month and how they took ownership for it, how they embraced it, how they weren't afraid of it, how they saw it as their way to constantly improve and how they really developed, you know, we're not, you know, the whole mindset piece, right? From our conversations of region seven, but they truly developed a mindset for using evidence for improvement. Anything else was insufficient. And how they, it really amazed me when they said, um, the feedback we used to get was not usable. They couldn't even use it. It was so broad and it was not linked to what they were doing in the classroom at all. I, I think that just, that was the height of my whole career. <laughs> I mean, I think it took That's me significant. To, yeah, it took me back to like, I think when I worked at the U of O and working and reading first, right? That people were actually using data like improvement scientists should. 
every single month. It was just yeah. blew me away. For me, of course, it's going to be a Michigan story <laughs> or moment. Because um, that, you know, as it's messy, complex work with lots of one step forward, three steps back, um, lots of leadership changes, um, superintendent dying, state superintendent dying, um, which was a hit because of his hard. vision was such an alignment with SysEps and shared values. Um, but despite, you know, those, those challenges, those steps up, step backs, some things I'm quite proud of for the Michigan uh, State System of Education is several things. One being that um, the, the Michigan um, MTSS TA Center got formally recognized as the state's TA Center. That was something that had been um, a long time coming uh, for the MyBlissy group. Um, and to have that recognition and to create a coherent, common framework for MTSS within Michigan was not only the common definition and the framework with the critical components, but as well as the, the naming of the TA provider and, um, and saying no to other groups, providing TA on MTSS was huge in many ways. I mean, we changed scopes of works and RFPs um, that were related to that. Um, we also have implementation science integrated within the statewide adopted mindset platform and process for their continuous improvement process with tools. Now there's a lot of work to do around the field, districts and schools and ISD's deep understanding and knowledge of how you to do that well, that's still in the very beginning stages, but the fact that it was valued and seen and needed, that it is integrated within their platform, the mindset and the process has been, it's been um, tremendous, I, I believe. I also believe that um, another impact was we've been able to scale the learnings of how to create regional capacity development and move that into the school improvement um, uh, uh, technical assistance group um, and basically replicate another transfer and create another transformation zone with that intentional ISD and district capacity development and training another group of TA providers in the school improvement realm to how to do that intentional capacity development work. Again, we're in the initial stage of that work, but it's, it's happening, which is really exciting. And that our original transformation zone, um, one of our ISDs just again in their in their RCA regional capacity assessment administration hit over 80% and made significant growth in that coaching system which has been like a huge area of growth for them and their districts also reached the 80% mark on their district capacity assessment this spring and their outcomes are improving in both in behavior and literacy 
and that ISD has replicated and is scaling their MTSS work to other districts and continuing to build capacity within that ISD. It's been messy, but I am, when I sit back and reflect on the last five years of my professional life <laughs> and how much time I've spent in Michigan, I have to think about those bright spots that are gonna, that are gonna hold. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and so I'm, I'm still really hopeful um, that that will continue despite we're on our third state superintendent and um, upper leadership, Gnornate. So yeah. um, that's that was a really long reflection. I apologize, I took too long, but I just was thinking about all the things. <laughs> in Michigan. No, it was and it was a lot. And I think for from my perspective, having been on both sides within a short time frame, so having been in the transformation zone, leaving my ISD, coming to Nern, um, I will say this, guys. Everybody else thinks your team is huge because of the <laughs> amount of work you do. We would sit back at the, at the transformation zone and feel really special because we had Karen and she's the director of SISEP, right? Thinking she had 50 other employees working with all these other districts. And we found out how small the team was and now coming on board and like, dang, y'all are efficient. It's impressive. No, I appreciated the reflection on Michigan very much, having been ingrained in that work. And it is it is very nice to see that the districts that we worked with within our region are still at it and, and reached out for support from us. So that was kind of fun to see. Sophia, Corey, Wendy, thoughts? Well, I don't know that it's so much a moment as it is um, things that maybe more thinking about the question, most rewarding um, aspect of the work, if that's okay. Cause mm -hmm. I mean- We can bounce around, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, Cause I mean, on the one hand I've only been here a little over two years, but on the other hand, two years. Wow, <laughs> two years. Um, but I think most rewarding when I think about um, when I think about myself as a state person and the work that we did, we engaged with TA level providers, right? We engaged with um, on a whole from a, a variety of centers, CISIP included, right? And we could take it or leave it, right? <laughs> right? As a state person, you did what you could do, right? You. Um, but we always kept as a state person coming back to CISO, right? And now being on this side, um, working at it, and I see at our state level how much change that they've had to undergo in the past two years from staff turnover to COVID issues to um, staff shortages to people in central offices in districts filling in at schools, right? Um, one of our states has had um, two or three commissioners and an assistant commissioner for instruction that doesn't last more than a few months before <laughs> turning over. And despite all of that, um, they stick with the work that we're doing. They stick with the implementation science work and really believe in it. 
And so I really think that for me, that's really rewarding. Like, I feel like I'm in the right place doing the right work, if that makes sense. So that's rewarding for me. So even if it might get frustrating with the turnover or things happening, I feel like I'm doing the right work and they feel like they're doing the right work. Otherwise, with so much barriers thrown up in front of them, why would they keep doing it? And we hear that over and over again, you know, in a state that we went to targeted hearing, you know what, we made a lot of mistakes, we're going to learn from those and not make them again, because we really, I must hear, we really believe in this work, you know, every other meeting I go to, to a state that we're in intensive saying um, to us, you know, not long ago, it's like all of the tools you guys give us or the activities or strategies, I wonder why haven't we always been using these? <laughs> you know, why haven't we always been doing work this way? So I think for me, that's the, the rewarding part of it, that despite everything that they've been through and continue to go through, I'm doing the right work with them. They're doing the right work and they persist. They keep doing it. <laughs> I agree with you. I feel like I'm finally doing the right work right? After years of like processing, like struggling, and it's like, oh, I'm finally home. That's right. kind of what it feels like. Right. This is cool. the work. This is the systems change work that asks the hard questions, but mm -hmm. yet doesn't just say, we've got to do better. We've got to change. What is that? It, it gives us some possibilities, yeah. right? Um, without being and they're and a lot of them are com not common sense, but I mean they're they're practical, right? And they have lots of uses in the strategy. So yeah, the right work with the right team. Like I, I get up and do what I do every morning because of you guys and the work. Do you know what I mean? I value oh, you're your work. You're gonna make me cry like, now. I'm very emotional lately, like Karen. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there's been I mean, like, there's been times where it's been Kathleen and I. Do you know what I mean? Like, with some, with we've had, we've had team members come and go, and as you noted, Rebecca, like, we're small and mighty, you know. But um, it's because of the it's the work and the team that I want to. You guys make me better. You know what I mean? Like, in what I do, you push me to grow. Just the last two the questions we've been around. So, like, my key moment for me being new was just, um, I enjoyed going through like just the evaluation process and just the app grant application, right? Like I was like, I learned a lot just when the folks came in and they were talking about the evaluation of everything. Like I learned, I feel like I learned more about us than the work, right? Like how we function those days. So that was that was good for me. Um, I enjoyed both of those experiences and learned a lot. And um, one thing that I've enjoyed, um, like we're talking about our experience. I've enjoyed my experience here being a part of this team. Um, I think I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. Um, I also think that um, one thing that we don't necessarily always give ourselves enough credit for is that it is a team approach, right? So I always chuckle and say, like, all these team sport things. So, you know, it's there's no no I in team, right? Right? You can't, you know, there's no I in team. And, you know, but I, I truly believe, like, this team has a we before me mentality, right? So it's like we focus on the work rather than me. So it's never just about like, oh, well, it's me. It's it's all about the work. It's all about we and how we can support each other because if we support each other, we can support our partners. So that's been very exciting and refreshing. You know, most of what I learn is through what we publish um, or, or what gets shared in a meeting. Um, but it's always, I mean, I always enjoy when I get to actually 
hear the celebrations, I think the monthly status reports actually are a really nice thing we have because that's actually where I get to see the most of what's going on. And so I get to have little celebrations when I read that, um, when I read exciting things that are happening, because we often in our meetings haven't even had time to necessarily highlight celebrations sometimes kind of what Corey was talking about and just like watching our team work together. Um, so it's not anything that hasn't already been said, but it, this is an incredible team that is so supportive and, you know, small but mighty is like something to be proud of. Also, like, would be awesome if we could get more folks to do the work because I care so much about you all that I don't want you to get overstretched any more than you already are. But, um, but even when everyone is so busy, the fact that everyone's Still will step in and support others like it's not your state but everyone shares resources everyone's happy to look at the work that you're doing and you know when we do get to have conversations in these meetings um, about like a challenge of being had in the state like everyone is so ready to jump in and support that that it's just it truly is that team approach um, I haven't been in other teams doing this kind of work so I don't have anything to compare it to but it seems pretty unique to me. And I think it's part of what makes us go so deep in our work too. Um, you know, we were reflecting that like compared to another center at FPG that like, you know, we just, we go so deep and we, we do so much um, more than just surface level work. And I think that the teamwork and the support and like the thinking that we all do together is part of what drives that. So I don't think that comes from just like an individual level of support. I think that comes from, the way that the CISEP team functions um, as a team, and then that that you know plays out in the work that we do with our partners and with our space as well. Any other last thoughts, next steps? I am um, very excited about um, what we have proposed, and even though it's a lot of work on our small but mighty team. I do think that moving into the future, um, there's a focus on building capacity from a variety of entry points that we've proposed from the micro credentialing to the different types of university work, whether that's um, leadership, you know, uh, or you know, OSEP funded leadership, or just leadership, you know, state uh, district and, <coughs> and um, school leadership programs. You know, so we've got a university entry point, we've got an individual micro credentialing entry point, plus we have our state entry point. You know, so we it really feels like we've rallied around this idea that um, there's multiple ways to enter and engage with this work, and we're providing multiple opportunities to do that so that maybe in the future we don't have to be a small but mighty team we can keep growing um more people that do this with us so i'm really excited about that um also because i really love um my my micro credentialing thought partners that are <laughs> working with me on it so um we have a good time and i think um to karen's point really push each other's thinking and and new ideas around that so <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy to chime in. I mean, my experience is, is different because I sort of work behind the scenes and I'm mostly supporting the supporters, right? Um, but I have definitely resonated with what everyone has been saying. And my experience in terms of collaboration with this team has been outstanding. I mean, I feel valued. I feel like I'm actually contributing 
contributing. I can see my contributions coming to um, fruition in terms of the reports of work and the utility that are coming back to me. Um, I feel like we're in an engaged discussion about how the materials that we're providing can be more useful and how the data that we're collecting from them can be useful and more useful. And I can't see how that won't help us moving forward. Um, and and I, I love the discussions about it. I feel like when we talk about it, we've got this really great synergy between true subject matter expertise on implementation science and um, the ability to put that into a format that's going to be uh, usable and um, approachable. And so that just helps all of the work and I'm, I'm super excited about it. And I love feeling that way. So um, I'm resonating with what everybody's saying and really appreciating it. Um, uh, Rebecca, can I add a final closing thought? Yeah. Um, I think it's also important to acknowledge and um, our impact at a national level and at the federal level. Um, in this cycle, we have seen tremendous, we saw the integration of implementation science into the comp center, the, the national comprehensive centers that are funded by ESEA. And strategically, we have partnerships happening between region seven, region five. We've also touched the region that serves Minnesota um, and Wisconsin um in in some different ways uh so i think that's important to acknowledge as well as the breadth of our interactions with other ta centers that are funded by osep and um and on the esea side of house for example we are recently reached out saying i'm serving as a reviewer on grants the impact of CISEP and the number of grant applications coming into the feds that reference and utilize our resources and tools um, was quite high. Um, and we've gotten that feedback from the from Larry Wexler and others at OSEP and our project officer on that impact, that spread. And Rebecca, I think with your creativity along with Sophia's leader support and creativity and pushing, um, we have been able to expand our universal and dissemination activities and support to a whole new level this round of CISEP, particularly in the last two years. I guess it's been two years, year and a half. And acknowledge that, um, I truly feel we have a true partnership with uh, Jennifer Coffey and our OSEP program officer, and that she highly supports and advocates for us in our work. So this episode, you heard a ton of potential and exciting things coming your way for our, for the next round of CISAP. And so just keep an eye out. Uh, keep visiting our website as we start to develop the materials around a uh, number of various community of practices we're developing. We're also redesigning the Active Implementation Hub as well as CISAP.org. And there will be a micro-credentialing program popping up relatively quickly. So just keep coming back and we'll be sharing new developments through the podcast. Um, so you, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out.